Good morning. Saya Wimala, and today is, let's see, what is it? Thursday, January 21st. And we have beautiful sunshine here, lots of snow, but the sun is shining, and I feel it's a great day. Uh, I had hopeful news again this morning. I've been hearing a little bit about it, but my daughter sent me a text saying um, that was from the Guardian that uh, Illinois is is poised to be the first state to eliminate the the wealth-based um, bail system in the state and will be the first state to do that. And it's that is such a much-needed reform. We have a system where people with money or easier access to money can pay bail and get out while they await a, a court date. And if people don't have resources, the bails that they can't pay bail, they just sit in jail while they while they wait. So I'm that's that for me is just it it's such an important thing that we take care of and deal with in this country. So I'm I'm very proud of the governor of Illinois. I think he's handled um, getting out good information uh, during COVID, and now I'm I just it raises it makes my heart happy to think that we're on the verge of making such a significant change in equity in our justice system. So uh, yesterday was a hopeful day, and today that was best news to wake up with. So um, we need everything. We need all the good news we can get, right? And we're staying positive and hopeful. And uh, it's time. What I realized, I had classes with people in Florida and in uh, a, prime, a lot, mostly Floridians and um uh, and then another group with Blue Lotus here. And what we ended up talking about in both groups was, was uh, the change in our government and the inauguration yesterday and, and uh, just uh, the, the hopefulness that, that it offers us just to see some change that is important that we need in this in this country, and a lot of it is about uh, being more honestly informed about what's going on in our country. And um, but I but I have to remind that myself and others too, we have to be very careful with our speech. Right speech is really important, and uh, the Florida group was very uh, appropriate and just feeling really good about it. But I think it's so easy to, um, what we have to do now is start fresh and let let the past go. And, you know, the things, the, the people that we, we may not have uh, appreciated are not, are not in office now. And we need to let go of that. We need to not, we need to quit being angry and start fresh and think of um, 
go, we have to go inside to know how we how to do that. Because sometimes when if our hearts are really if our hearts are open, it we may take in a lot of the pain and the suffering of others and um, have a hard time letting go of of thinking about those conditions. So we need to we need to move forward now, recognizing that there are still a lot of people who don't agree with us if we feel like uh, the change has been for the better. We have to be very clear about our, our speech and, uh, and our hearts, because if we're practicing metta, loving-kindness, what we're what we're saying is that we want to let go of all of those dark spots, um, those feelings of anger and hatred, and uh, those are things we have to work with within ourselves. And we've had a difficult four years for most of us who didn't agree with the pre this uh, former administration. But we have to acknowledge there are going to be a lot of people who, for their own reasons, and some will be valid reasons, of course, they will be very unhappy with this present administration. And I think we have to be walking a balancing act in our our speech and what's in our hearts because we want to keep practicing loving-kindness. And if we're serious about that practice, we know we don't leave anyone out. Yeah, right, it is. It's right speech. And now's the time to let go of that uh, residual frustration and anger that so many of us felt. But we have to come up with a new way to look at our problems. And that, that involves being able to talk to people with different opinions and not let it turn into an argument or uh, or an effort to overthrow the government. I mean, now's the time we have to see the damage that was done during the last four years and how it was uh, often based on just angry rhetoric and angry, uh, it was fear-based. And so we have to be we have to show a different model. We have to begin to, um, not only our hearts, but our minds need to be open. And we have to go back and think of the Eightfold Path. Everything, and we talked about this in Florida, everything goes back to that path. So if our behavior, we our behavior shouldn't be different if we're talking about politics than it is if we're talking about how we want to be as a human being. So uh, I certainly understand both sides of this coin, but uh, we have to really, this is what, this is now our jobs to work on. If you're happy with the new administration, we need to start out by not trying to find an outside enemy and look within Do the little things you can to make your situation um, 
feel that you're handling it well. And we, we need to not throw blame around. We need to not look back. We need to think. We need to go forward. So that's the, all the problems I think in the last four years were often around people feeling they had not been listened to or heard or legitimized for a long time. So, and we've been working on metta practice with the things I've been reading by Ajahn Sumedho. So really think about uh, what metta practice is. And I thought I would just end up uh, with Ajahn Sumedho. Here's something that really, I just want to, I just, this just catches my eye. So uh, he's talking about the kind of metta. When we practice metta, we're not saying, I love you, and then expecting others to suddenly change overnight and be what we want, because that isn't love, is it? That's a deal. I love you if you love me. If you don't love me, I don't love you. But this metta isn't a kind of deal we're making with anyone. We're not expecting anything back from it. We're not demanding any good result, even for ourselves. We're not practicing metta just to have a happy mind. There's no radiance to that, because that kind of metta, although it's better than nothing, still lacks the radiance of a mind which makes no demand. With that mind, you're not even asking to be happy or have any happy moments in your life whatsoever, because you're willing to just work with life to forgive and give forth goodwill. When we relate to each other like this, it has a good effect on our minds. But that's not what we're doing it for. It's worth doing in its own right, just as it is. If we're doing it for a good result, it will be disappointing, because immediately selfish thoughts come in. Like, that's... Uh, and and when we do that, those selfish thoughts coming in, that's that's not a good result from metta. There will always be some form of suffering or dukkha. We become discontented about it. Well, I've been sending goodwill to that person for years now, and they still hate me, haven't got anything out of it, better stop. Then our goodwill is being sent with the idea of gaining something, of demand, expecting that they will appreciate it. I think that says so much about what's going on in this country right now, today. Even with with a lot of us in the uh, being so happy about the new the new change in, in the government. That's why it's important to understand the nature of the mind, so you begin to see the problem of selfish view. 
that is going to put a damper on every experience. It's always going to spoil every moment of your life as long as you're deluded in this way. You could be with the Buddha himself. And we, we read this the other day too. And yet, with selfish few, you wouldn't even know it. You'd still be wretched. So, with people whom we have a lot of bitterness towards or resentment, metta is a way of forgiving and reminding ourselves to let go of it. It's not dismissing or suppressing, but a reflection in forgiving and letting go of the perception. Start perceiving these people with metta rather just than just being overwhelmed with bitterness and resentment. I'm reading this. We read, we read uh, most of this yes, uh, Tuesday, but after conversations I've had with people uh, yesterday, I see that this is so important for us to just absolutely pay attention to in our current political situation. Even if you can't feel any positive thing, metta needn't be all that magnificent. It can be just being patient and not making any kind of problem about it. It doesn't mean you like people who have been really rotten and unfair to you or those whom you can't like. Yet you can be kind to them. You can forgive. You can do what is right and generous to them, even if you don't like them. Liking is something else. To like somebody, you have to feel attracted. You don't like your enemies. If somebody wants you to wants to do you in, you're not going to want to be with them. If somebody wants to stab you, that perception isn't one that makes you like them. If somebody wants to do me in, I'd rather keep a distance. That's only natural. But then we can rise above the sensory reaction moving towards metta, which is a way of being patient, forgiving, doing what is right to do, what is appropriate to that situation. If somebody whom I don't like comes in and I start thinking, I don't like you and I don't like this and I don't like that, then I'm creating something onto the scene. I'm getting caught up in a mood of aversion to them and being carried away with it. But if somebody comes in and I feel this impulse of dislike, I can be fully aware of it, not denying it. I can accept it without adding anything to it. Then I can do what is appropriate, what is kind or generous in this circumstance. That's from the cool mind, from the mind that is open, receptive, not caught up in selfish view. That uh, wrong view, that's that, that selfish view will say, you did this and you did that and you shouldn't have and you should have and you don't really like me, you never understood me. So when that distorted view rants away, don't trust that. It's totally untrustworthy. So what Bhante 
Sumedho goes on to talk about is it's important to straighten things out for ourselves. And I think we can think about that um, is to think about straightening ourselves out before we try to um, keep feeling the wrongs and, and feeling our heart being attacked by the wrongs of others. Just now, now is the time we can settle back and uh, focus on ourselves. So, he ends this chapter on the, the comment, this uh, forgiveness is the result of really looking at one's life and seeing what we need to do, how to set how to set things right. Then rather than having anxiety, guilt, and remorse in our heart, there's a fullness and peacefulness. So um, these words are really important for us to listen to. And we, we can wish and wish and wish that others would hear the same words and have a change of heart. But I think now all we have to do is keep examining our own hearts and not not and, and be the peacemakers. We need to be the peacemakers in the world. And uh, that's that's a big task for us because now we see how polarized and how how uh, torn torn apart our own country is. We realize how difficult it is to be a peacemaker, and. That's what we have to look forward to now. So don't don't be don't be part of the problem now. Let's be part of the solution. And we just begin by clearing out the dead wood in our own hearts, right? So why don't we sit? We have a, a few minutes. But I think that theme of metta is much deeper than we often that's we often just think of it. I don't think we take metta practice as seriously as we should. And um, I know s- several years ago when, when I was living at the at Mahapajapati in California, there was a, a nun who was there because she was wanted to have not be ordained. And she, her teacher was Ajahn Sujato, who's the Sutta Central creator and a wonderful monk in Australia. And uh, she, she, I was very interested in metta then, and she and I were talking. She's also Ayawimala and lives in Brussels now. But uh, Ajahn Sujato had done a 10-day retreat on metta, and uh, she, she got a copy of it for me, and he, I mean, he, they, sent, they sent it to me, so I have it in my computer. And I, when I first... Um, when she first said it was a 10-day metta retreat, I mean, I, I was very interested in metta, but I couldn't imagine how you could do 10 days of a residential retreat on metta practice. I thought, well, couldn't you just whip that one out in, in one day? So uh, that's that's when you're seriously working with metta, 
we have to recognize how serious and how profound a practice it is. So uh, let's work with it. So sit and feel relaxed and feel if you have a sunny, beautiful day, with or without snow, that probably is lifting your spirit. It might be evening and you're uh, getting, getting ready to go to bed, so you're relaxing at the end of a day. But just let yourselves be in that meditative position where your body knows it's time to um, pay a, be aware, be aware of the present moment. So we come to meditation practice with uh, preparing, not only preparing our bodies to be comfortable and relaxed, but preparing our body to be, okay, this is a special time. This is the time for us to be open and to be really in a mode of being with the physical body, being with the breath, and learning about our own mind and letting it, letting it happen, not trying to be thinking, thinking, thinking about stuff. So we're going from one mode, that thinking mode, and what do I have to do, and what are the, what's the, what are the steps I need, you know, what's on my to-do list for today. Um, we're switching modes, we're switching channels. So your body, your body knows when you're ready to go into that mode. Be aware of the body breathing. It can just do that for us. It's wonderful. And we always begin metta practice with ourselves. And we can understand why when we understand the deeper, the deeper profound meaning behind metta practice. We're always, this practice is a way for us to look into the corners of our own mind and see where we have self-hatred or uh, fear, where there's anxiety at play, not allowing us to truly open our hearts and let go. May I be well. May I feel safe in the world. May I be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May I be content, and may I find this, my happiness in the delight and joy of everyday moments.
and we'll just move quickly today. But we can stay on any of these stages of metta where we need to stay. If we feel something shifting or that it needs more attention, we don't have to rush through it at all. But now think of your loved ones, everyone you love and feel and really know the connection with them. May all of my loved ones, my family members, my good friends, may they be safe, May they be well. And may they be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May they find joy in the everyday delights, the small things, May they be at peace. Now when we move out, let's move out and think of our country. May everyone in this country be free from fear and anxiety May we be able to move forward with forgiveness and with a spirit of really wanting to reconnect, to, to be in communications with people with different views and different ideas. May we be able to let go of that hold we have on our own ideas, our own thoughts. These thoughts we have are not our own. They aren't who we are. May we be able to let go of the the hold we want to have on our viewpoints and our opinions so we can be open enough to understand opinions and viewpoints of others because none of this is who we are. we allow this quality of metta to be strong within ourselves and may we allow it to move out 
into the into the world. Learning to have goodwill towards everyone else, towards all beings. Being aware of the very thing that connects us to each other. It's not our personalities or our viewpoints or That's not the true connection we have with all other living beings. Just allow that quality of metta to expand out endlessly. But remember, we always come back and begin with ourselves. So now keep, keep practicing if you have time. You can spend a few more minutes. And... Um, Have a beautiful day, and let's just start breaking down barriers. And uh, ah, that means we have to let go of a lot of sometimes self-righteous indignation. (laughs) We have to let go of the bitterness that we may have been cultivating for maybe four years, and maybe we need to think about cultivating something completely different. So when we talk about our own spiritual development, our own spiritual life, which is our life, um, we need to think very seriously about the things that we're letting grow within us. That's what we're cultivating. And we don't want to be growing uh, this this, uh, negativity towards the other. So think about and search within. uh, See what you're cultivating. And that's what we think of uh, spiritual practice is our cultivation of these good qualities we want. So if you find that there's still anger and hate and bitterness, uh, that's where we can begin to work. And so we don't even have to look out to have anyone outside of us to to, uh, shift blame onto. So thank you so much for being part of my practice and for everything that we do together. May you be well, may you be content, and may you be living in peace. Thank you.